Hello, everyone. My name is Grover Ray, and I will be hosting this podcast entitled A Little Ray of Sunshine, Inspiring Stories from Everyday People. Let me take a moment and share with you the basis for creating this podcast. I have spent many years of my life in the field of social work, and as such, I have had the opportunity to hear the stories of countless individuals. Since that time, I have had the opportunity to teach students at a local university in the social work program. Having spent many of my years interacting with people as part of my profession, I began to realize the power that lies within the stories of people's lives. I began to understand that when a person shares their story, it not only helps the person who is sharing it, but it also has a way of healing wounds of the people who are listening. My purpose for creating this podcast is to provide a forum in which people can share their stories. Now, I've heard from people before that, oh, my stories don't mean anything. My stories aren't that great. I I don't really have anything to share that would be uplifting for others to hear. And that's where I disagree. I feel like No matter who we are, we are all products of life's experiences, the events that have taken place in our lives. And as such, these events shape us into who we are and who we become. And we have a choice in this life. We have a choice to either use those events as a crutch, or we can use those events to bring about progress in our own lives. I've always thought, that we have a choice of being a victim of our past or a product of our past. Once we choose to be a product of our past, we see things in a different way. Stories are powerful. And I've often thought, and this may sound like an absurd analogy, but when a person has a story to tell and they don't tell it or share it, it's like feeding a stuffed rabbit a popsicle. Nobody benefits. And so part of my podcast is to bring about the stories of people's lives, give them a forum in which they can share it, and hopefully you, the listener, can gain something from these stories. I always tell my students, don't ask somebody to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. So let me take a moment and share a couple of stories that have shaped my life that have helped me gain new perspectives uh, that I otherwise didn't have. Years ago, I had the opportunity of visiting with an elderly gentleman who had just lost his wife. I was called to come to the home where the wife was lying dead on the floor in the front room. When I asked the officer where the husband was, they informed me that he was back in the bedroom Well, I went back there, and what I saw nearly broke my heart. There was this older gentleman sobbing uncontrollably with his head buried in the palms of his hands. And when I walked up to him and placed my hands on his shoulder, we then sat down and he began to tell me stories of the love that he had for his deceased wife. He shared stories of commitment stories of pain and heartbreak and joy. 
and I sat there for what seemed to be quite a long time. And when we were done, the countenance on this elderly gentleman's face had changed considerably. Now, I didn't do much. I listened. And I think at that time in his life, that's really all he needed was for someone to listen to his story. Now, that taught me a lot. It taught me not to take for granted the loved ones that we have in our lives. Several years passed after that event, and on a Saturday, August 23rd, 1997, my wife, me, and our youngest son, Cody, were in my truck driving to visit with my mother because my father had recently passed away a couple of months before that. On our way to visit her, we were driving down a country road when all of a sudden, out of nowhere it seemed, a car came through the stop sign, failed to stop, and broadsided my pickup. It was a tragic event in which my my son Cody passed away. And my wife was hanging on to her life by a thread. She was then rushed to the hospital where they were able to find a weak pulse. And I was told by the doctors that it was not expected that she would live through the night. They asked me to gather my family together because we may have to say our final goodbyes. Well, that was just seemed to me just too much to handle. The young man that ran the stop sign was injured quite badly and had received injuries to his frontal lobe and had spent quite some time in a coma before recovering and was able to go home. My wife was injured so badly that the surgeons asked me to bring a picture of her so that they might be able to see what she looked like, and hopefully reconstruct her face that had every bone in, it, in her face broken except for her lower jaw. So I did, and of course we waited and prayed and hoped and uh, that things would go well. They had to reattach a couple of fingers, uh, just a lot of things. Um, she was really badly beaten up in the accident. Well, thankfully, she was able to survive through that, and many surgeries to come helped to get her back to a fairly good state of functioning. Well, let me fast forward in that story a little bit and get to the point that I'd like to make. It was approximately one year later, I was out in the front yard on a sunny afternoon throwing a football with my oldest son, and while we were playing catch, a car pulled up in the driveway. And out from the car emerged a young man who I didn't recognize at the moment, but he approached me with an outstretched hand. And I remember looking at him in the eyes and all of a sudden realizing that this was, in fact, the very young man who had run that stop sign one year before where my son was killed. I hate to admit this, but I I couldn't shake his hand. I could barely look at him. In the year previous after the accident, I had 
not taken things very well. I hadn't made the best decisions in my life. And I had strayed away from what I knew to be true. And of course, I found everybody to blame, even God. And because I was in so much pain, instead of reaching out, I held everything within. Well, the young man noticed that I did not respond to his outstretched hand. He then turned and He then turned and walked up our porch steps, knocked on our door. And I remember watching him, and as the door opened, there was my wife, outstretched arms. And she gave him a big hug. And as she was hugging him, I heard her say, I want you to know that I love you. And that you are welcome in our home anytime. Those words pierced my heart like an arrow. I knew at that moment that if my wife, who had been so badly beaten up in this accident, could have such a love for this person, then why can't I? It was at that point that I began to change my life around to make better decisions, and most of all, to forgive. Several years later, my wife and I were floating Big Springs up in Max Inn in Island Park. While we were floating along, I heard somebody behind me say, Hey, is your last name Ray? And I turned around and I said, Yes, it is. And he read the name Ray on the back of my kayak. And I said, and who might you be? The individual then came a little bit closer, and I recognized him as the young man nearly 20 years before who had ran that stop sign. Now I had an opportunity to do what I couldn't do many years before. So I pulled him close. I shook his hand, and I said, I want you to know that I love you. Now, stories like these are personal stories, but they're also stories that shape us, that bring to our attention areas that maybe we're not satisfied with, areas in our life that we need to improve upon. Now, what would happen if I kept that story to myself and there was somebody out there that needed to hear a story of love and forgiveness. Stories need to be shared. And my intent for producing this podcast is to allow a forum for people to share their stories. I hope to bring people on, everyday people like, like you and I, 
who will be willing to talk about the triumphs in their life, to be able to talk about healing, to talk about times in their life where they felt all was lost and somehow were able to come back and build their lives again. These are the stories that I feel like will inspire us. And in today's world, all we have to do is turn on the news and we hear stories of depression and war and hatred and violence. And I feel like it's probably a good thing if from time to time we can hear stories that will uplift and inspire us. That is my hope for producing this podcast. Now, I know I don't have a lot of experience in the world of podcasting. In fact, this is my very first time. But I don't think a person has to have a lot of experience if their desire is to do something good. And I feel like that's my ultimate goal, is to do something positive, to do something good that will uplift other people. And if I can be even a small part of that, then that's what I want to do. So what I would like to do is allow people to share their stories with me. And I created a new email for people to send in their stories and let me read them. And then I would like to interview you on Zoom. I would like to do one podcast per week with an inspiring story or two. And in order to do that, I need your help. Direct me to those people out there that may be you. It may be somebody you know. But if they have a story to tell, let me know. And I'd like to contact them. My email is rayofsunshine23 at yahoo.com. Once again, my email address is rayofsunshine23, and that's spelled W-R-A-Y-O-F, sunshine23 at yahoo.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to getting to know you by hearing of your stories that have shaped you into who you are. So until my next podcast, speak up, speak out, and speak often. Bye-bye.